<clears throat> I was going to do a episode about Christmas music and how much I hated it, but I can't seem to find the motive to even get it started. So instead, I'm going to analyze a song for you. This is the All Anal, All Anal, All Anal, All Anal podcast with your host, Sebastian Starr. Sebastian Starr. With your host, Sebastian Starr. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the All Anal podcast. I am your host, Sebastian Starr, and today I'm going to be analyzing the song Chanel by Frank Ocean. I understand this is a Christmas kind of sort of themed podcast episode. It is currently December 25th of 2021, so it is officially Christmas Day, and I, I was going to do a episode about Christmas music, and I might still dibble-dabble it just in the beginning, but basically the gist of it is, you know, Christmas music as a whole is just not up to the standard that I feel like American people have placed Christmas on such a pedestal that the music is as significant. And I've worked in retail my entire life. And, you know, in retail stores around like late November, if not middle of November, they whip out that Christmas playlist, the Christmas playlist a little early. And we get all of these cliche and badly remixed and poor quality sounds of either classic Christmas songs like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus or whatever the case may be you know, remodified and popped up for the modern era of individuals. And then you have your even cliché-er and absolutely played-out versions of romanticized love songs that they've tried to transform and translate into Christmas music. And, and to be honest with you, it's extremely, extremely played-out. I've never understood the romantic affiliation that Christmas has over people where it is romanticized almost as much as Valentine's Day. And the, the wildest thing is a lot of these new pop songs that come out on or about Christmas are just about, you know, your lovers and being in love and not being alone and having someone to spend Christmas with as if Christmas is all about spending time with your lover or your significant other rather than spending time with your actual family. And I find that a bit contradicting. So the short version of what I'm trying to say is this new form of quote-unquote Christmas music isn't really about Christmas, but rather more about being in love and staying staying together through the holidays, which I feel is a little redundant. And I'm not a Christian, but... Christian beliefs as far as what the holiday of Christmas is, is to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. But Christmas music doesn't even talk about that. They talk about getting presents and falling in love and staying together and building yourself up. It has nothing to do with the acknowledgement of Jesus Christ as far as being a Christian goes, but has everything to do with being materialistic, selfish, greedy, and apparently extremely love-struck. And ironically, a majority of the love songs are, oh, don't let me fall in love if he's not going to be with me for Christmas, or please, you broke my heart last Christmas, and I don't want you to do it again, or I was left, my baby left me on Christmas, and now I'm alone. Like, it has nothing to do with the actual holiday, and more so to do with having your heart broken, or trying not to have your heart broken, or just trying to keep it together, which 
me personally, as a pagan, I feel like that's very redundant and irrelevant and in no way, shape, or form should be even affiliated with the quote-unquote Christmas tradition or Christmas holidays. If you're just going to make love songs, you might as well call them seasonal love songs because they have literally nothing to do with the actual Christmas holiday. And that little spiel only took, you know, not even five minutes. So I wasn't going to bother wasting a full-length episode on why I don't like Christmas music when I could have just explained it to you like I've done in, you know, less than five minutes. But with that being said, we are going to dive into these song lyrics. This is Chanel by Frank Ocean. And I got to tell you, I have been a little cross-faded for the majority of my day today. I'm not personally a fan of the Christmas holiday just because of how misrepresented I feel that it is in modern society. I feel like it's not celebrated correctly in any aspect. Um, But then again, my opinions don't care. My opinions don't matter. Who cares what I think, right? So I was just listening to just random music, you know, throughout the course of the day. And this song just so happened to pop up on my playlist and I was really, like, listening to it, and it kind of struck me. I've always thought this was a beautiful song, but I never really appreciated I never really appreciated it until today, I guess. So the first verse, my guy, pretty like a girl, and he got five stories to tell. I see both sides like Chanel, see on both sides like Chanel. Swimming laps through pool water. He did like I'm underworld. Hide my tattoos in Shibuya. Police think I'm of the underworld. So let's stop right there. My guy pretty like a girl, and he got fight stories to tell. So I'm, I'm a guy who's into guys that look like girls, but they're tough like guys. So basically, and then I see on both sides like Chanel is, is further emphasizing his bisexuality. So I like guys that look like girls but still fight like guys Basically, queer boys, femme boys, whatever you want to call yourselves. That's the kind of guys that Frank Ocean himself is into physically, sexually, etc. And then he goes on to say, swimming laps through pool waters, heated like I'm underworld. Hide my tattoos in Shibuya. Police think I'm of the underworld. And then he continues, 12, treat a nigga like he 12. How you looking up to me and talking down? So basically, you know, I'm just out chilling Minding my own business, doing what I do best. And the next thing I know, I get the cops called on me for what? I don't know. But you have this small-minded individual looking at me like I'm a threat, like I'm a problem, like he has an issue with me. And he doesn't see me as a human being. He sees me as a threat or as a problem. And that's further confirmed with the next couple of lines. Can't you see I am the big man? God level, I am the I am. So I am a superior human being. I am on a different wavelength, a different frequency, a different cloud than you could ever touch, you can never imagine to, you know, conquer. And yet you're trying to make me feel inferior by speaking down to me when you're not even on my level to begin with. And I think that particular line, when I heard it, I was like, man, like that's deep, like, I'm on a completely different level that you can't even touch, and yet you're trying to make me feel like I'm the small one, like I'm inferior, like I'm worthless, when the reality is it couldn't be more opposite. He continues to say, now film it with a drone cam in the pink like killer cam. 
Put a zoom on that stick, no way, up so close, I'm on that kill. Remote control on your back, yeah, that's good. Dick could roll your eyes back in the skull. So it's kind of like transitioning into, you know, what we were doing to what we're doing now. For my interpretation, is taking it, it sounds like a scene from a porno, honestly. Now film it with that drone cam in the pink, like killer cam, in the pink, in the pink, in the pussy, in the vagina, in the whatever, you know, in the pink, like killer cam. Put a zoom on that stick, no, it up so close, I'm on the kill. You're zooming in like a POV for a porno shoot. Remote control on your lower back. Yeah, the good. Dick roll the eyes back in the skull. That sounds like a scene from a porno, but I digress. Rolling when you ride, ride the Rodman. Got one that's straight acting. Turned out like some dirty plastic ride. 2016, burn some discs. Dope. 2017, ideas playing off a Walkman. This is a cult, not a click on the net. With a cup, in a cup, Akavis. I'm assuming that's some kind of like, when you see the people with the double foam, the double cup, styrofoam cups, they're usually drinking lean of some kind. So I'm assuming that that is, you know, a type of lean, if you will. So basically, he's kind of just outlining his life from start to finish. In the beginning, you had the obstacle. People trying to make me feel inferior. When I know deep in my subconscious, I am worth more than Perhaps they see me as, you know what I'm saying, than what they're trying to paint their picture of. I'm bigger than that, you know? There are some moments in my life that I may not be too proud of. I may be a little ashamed of it, you know, but I had to do what I had to do to get by. And this is what I had to do, you know, as that progressed and as I've moved past it, I've slowly but surely leveled up into the spot where I want to be, into that tier, if you will. You know, it's a slow-moving process, but it's a moving process regardless. And I can really, really appreciate that. Let's skip ahead into the bridge and then the second verse. The bridge is, it's really you on my mind. It's really you on my mind. It's really you. And then the second verse, which it kind of starts to close, and this is a very short song. Second verse starts in, V both sides of the twelve. Steam both sides of the L. Freeze smoke rings and they hail. Sleet snow grind for the wealth. Whole team diamonds is real. Show them how to shine by themselves. You need a cosign for your health. I need that bitch to grind on my belt. I know you try to ride for my boat. I know you've seen it driving itself. No map like on the rise because it's stale, but it's stealth. So now it's like... Here in the beginning, I was in the process of making moves and climbing up that tier. You know, I had to fight my way through the snakes, the inferiorities, trying to make me feel like I'm lower than them. I had to get my hands dirty. I had to dig in and dig deep and do some shit to just to get my way, get my voice heard, get myself known. You know, now that I made it out of that, I'm living the life of luxury, so to speak. It's not a perfect life. It's far from a perfect life. It's far from the absolute end goal, which is that ultimate God tier status. But it's better than the life I was living at first. The life that I'm living now is still just as rough. There's still just as many snakes. There's still just as much chaos. There's still just as much chaos going on around me. But now I have more control over it. Now I can pick and choose my battles more lethally and decide what fights are worth fighting and what what fights are not worth fighting. The outro which is low-key my favorite part of the song. 
My pocket's snug. They can't hold my seven. They banned my Visa, my Amex, and MasterCard. I got new money, and it's all cash. I got new bags, and they all collapse. I rubber band a bunch of $1,000 Delta gift cards. I mean, my baby buy. Amazing the cash online unknown. I mean, my baby buy. Blazing the dash, counting money at home. So he says, my pocket's snug. They can't hold my seven. They banned my Visa, my Amex, and MasterCard. I got new money, and it's all cash. I got new bags, and they all collapse. So basically, there was a point in my life where, you know, I tried to go into a store and buy something with a credit card, MasterCard, whatever, and it would get declined. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't go through. Now I'm at the point where they don't even trust that card in my wallet, but that don't even matter because the amount of money that I'm making, I can walk into any store, hand them a stack of cash, walk out with anything that I choose. My pocket's so overflowing with actual cash money that them little cards don't matter. I'm rebranding myself. It's new name, new face, new me, new everything. I'm not the same person that I used to be back when I was struggling and hustling and fighting to get to where I am. I've evolved. I've grown, I'm better, I'm smarter, I'm wiser, I'm more experienced. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything about my new life now is top-notch, A1. I'm bougie as hell. I'm high-maintenance as hell. There's no more going back to that lower-level shit for me. I'm up there, and I'm not going nowhere. And I think the thing that caught my attention when I was listening to this song today was, again, that line in verse 1, and then just kind of feeling the music. The music in this song is very, very suave and just groovy. Like, it's not heavy with that 1970s groove, but it's like mellow. It's like driving your car with the windows down or a drop-top convertible situation, whatever, midday, close to early evening, smoking a cigarette or whatever. You maybe got a little drink in your system and you just cruising. It's good cruising music, but it's like determination. It's, you know, I have a goal set. I have things that I'm trying to reach for. I got things that I got to do. I got to get my life together. I got to get my mind right. I got to get my money right. Everything about it just screams motivation. And reading the lyrics, you can really see that progression of here's where I came from. This is where I am now, and I'm not going back. That's why everything is in Chanel. Everything is high maintenance. Everything is high class. Everything is top shelf. And I mean, as far as motivational songs go, this is a pretty good one because it's like you can see, you see all the potential that you have in yourself. You see all the potential that you possess, even if nobody else in the world sees it, even if everyone else in the world sees you as this low down, dirty, bum ass, whatever, you see the potential that you have and you're not going to let that go. If anything, you're going to use that as fuel to get to where you want. And nothing's going to stop you from getting there. And when you get there, you're not going back. And I can really, really appreciate that. It's very, very influential. It's very, very motivational. So that was Chanel by Frank Ocean. Starting off, we're ending the year on a bang with the intro to season seven. I know you can hear it in my voice that I have lost it for about three weeks, but I was not going to keep you guys waiting. I said I was going to put out some new episodes, and I'm going to see that through. Again, I'm pushing myself 
to get to where I'm trying to be. And that starts with consistency and keeping my word. So we're going to have some more new episodes rolling in, especially as we enter into the new year. And I'm looking forward to analyzing some more music for you guys. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening and just giving me your time, giving me your energy, giving me that stage to where I can be your entertainment for a short period of time. It's always, always appreciated. And until next time, I will speak to you all later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the All Anal, All Anal, All Anal podcast with your host, Sebastian Starr.